Hey, CEOs, welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman Show. I'm your host, Christy Bowie, and I am so excited to really close out the month of our health and wellness series with something that, you know, unfortunately, I do know that business owners struggle with, you know, have some problems with, and that is some fertility challenges. And we're going to be talking today about how you as a business owner might struggle with that. What are some maybe mindset blocks you may be having and what our guest actually recommends to uh, combat some of that and how she actually did it herself, which I think will be absolutely so inspiring for you guys. So I am so excited to welcome Monica Cox to the show today. Monica is a top holistic functional fertility coach and infertility warrior. Using the combination of her qualifications as a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and psyche facilitator, she supports women in finding the root cause of their fertility issues to become the conscious mama they were born to be. She dealt with years of unexplained infertility, failed IVFs, and several miscarriages before becoming an IVF mom and getting pregnant naturally even though the doctor said there was nothing she could do about it. So Monica, I am so excited to have you here and share this really inspiring journey. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So Monica, I just would love for you to give us a little background, you know, how you got where you are today, everything you went through and how you also got to the point of helping other people with it. Okay, I'm going to give you the cliff notes because my journey was pretty long. Uh, but basically, I had unexplained infertility at a relatively young age. Uh, hindsight, I was probably dealing with fertility issues when I was like 17. Um, a doctor said, there's nothing I can do, just keep trying IVF. And it just didn't feel right. You know, it, that did not feel right with me. And so we just went on this quest to see what I can do, um, see if I can improve my situation somehow, some way. And through a lot of stumbling, trial and error, um, it came, I, I, I finally realized that my root cause of my fertility was actually my gut. It had like nothing to do with my lady bits. And it also, um, my mindset, my mental and emotional health um, had a play in that too. Um, so yeah, so I, when I got pregnant naturally, I had already been diving into, you know, obviously the health and wellness space and that's the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, you know, it wasn't necessarily easy to get to the position I got to, but it's doable and you don't have to go through years of failed treatments or wondering or, you know, getting pushed down things that you don't actually want to do. And, and there are different ways you just have to, you know, there's the natural baby. <laughs> um, yeah, you just have to, you know, trust your body, really tap into it, really start listening to it, um, surrendering. And um, I know there's, I think a lot of women in general, but especially women maybe in business and dealing with fertility issues, we're type A, right? We're always on the go. We're always doing, we want to control the situation. We feel like, you know, we've gone through everything already. We figured it all out ourselves so we can figure this out. Um, and it is, it is doable um, with the right guidance for sure. I love hearing that. And you just like, hit the nail on the head right there by saying so many business owners are incredibly type A and I'm sure having this, you know, type of personality makes 
this journey incredibly hard to not really know what to do. So the other thing that I've really noticed and really we've been talking about through this entire series of health and wellness this month is Unfortunately, as business owners, some basic things get put on the back burner, whether that be not eating meals, which I am so guilty of. It's like a granola bar and go, um, or not enough sleep. So, you know, looking at that, what are some things that you have seen that you think really are traits that business owners exhibit that, you know, if they're in this journey or even to just be a healthy human in general, um, that they should start to work on? Well, I mean, this is a really tough question because it's kind of, what do you want most in your life right now? Mm -hmm. And it's a really hard question to ask women because we have been told that we can have it all. And the hard truth of the matter is, is for some of us, we've been unknowingly really um, damaging our health through late nights, through not eating um, correctly for our bodies, through not moving enough, sitting at our computer, through being stressed out and trying to do it all. Um, so you, ha you first have to ask, what do you want most right now? Do you want a successful business? Because yes, that's going to put a lot of pressure, time, effort to get it started. I know that you can ease off a little when all, all the things, or if you have the money, hire people to do the things you don't want to do, um, or a family. And sometimes you will have to stop doing things to get the other thing, right? So if you're, let's just say, um, you know, not sleeping well, because you're staying up and you're doing late nights, you're, you know, have a, let's say a regular day job, and you're an entrepreneur at night. The fact of the matter is sleep is one of the most crucial things for your body to, um, to recover, to shut down, start all those healing processes, regenerate. And if you're not getting that on a consistent basis, you're not going to have your body's not going to have the support it needs to be in thrive mode. And to when you're in thrive mode, your body's like, yeah, let's take on another human being, I'm going to successfully grow another human being for you. If you're in survival mode, and it's so bad that you're dealing with fertility issues, that is a symptom of your body saying, I can't do it, I can barely keep you alive. <laughs> you know, like, we are burning the candle at both ends. I'm telling you right now, if you try to grow a human being, it's going to be hard for everyone involved, you know, the mother to be and the, and the growing fetus and eventually baby. So yeah, that's, that's so interesting that you say that and point it out that way, because truly, you know, our bodies do know what we can handle and we are, when we are giving it so, so much, I mean, I can tell our listeners, you know, for me, I have not looked into this. This has not been on my mind at all. Babies are far in the future because right now, like you just said, my business is my priority. But, you know, from someone who is on the side of having absolutely no idea what any of this looks like, are there things that people are unknowingly doing now that kind of build up the body to the place where there might be fertility issues in the future when we keep doing this to our bodies? 
Oh, yeah, exactly. And and that's the sad part about it is it's not the awareness, because yeah. even for me, I had a full blown autoimmune issue that was pretty silent. I was still cycling. I had normal periods. I didn't have any symptoms of um, like fertility issues. I had no major diagnosis like PCOS, uh, endometriosis, anything like that. So everything that I was doing was literally the small little creep, you know, it creeps up on you. And then all of a sudden, okay, I'm ready to try to conceive and oh, I can't do it. Like it's not happening and it's not happening quickly and it's not even happening with medical assistance now. So yeah, um, when I work with clients, we start with normal and common health issues because unfortunately everyone has them, right? We are not a group of people who are sick in hospital, dealing with major diagnosis, anything like that, but we are dealing with gut health issues. We're dealing with skin issues. We're dealing with, you know, just like chronic little things that are annoying for us in our day-to-day, but they're not keeping us down, right? And we're maybe not even on prescription pills. We're just on over-the-counter medication. Um, so that if you have something chronic, like you are dealing with something on a weekly basis, that's a l- not nice, <laughs> right? <laughs> Diarrhea, constipation, you know, maybe a, a insomnia, you know, all these normal and common health issues are warning signs for your body. And they'll be really minute at first, and then they'll get a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And when you go see a Western doctor, they're like, oh, you have IBS, just here's some medication or, oh, your thyroid's a little underactive, here's some medication. And they're not getting down to the root cause. So if you are on prescription medication right now and you're thinking like, oh, well, it's I'm better on that medication. Unfortunately, it is supportive, but it's not um, it's not helping the root cause. And the root cause is probably getting worse for you because you don't have your normal and common health issues anymore because you've kind of put a bandaid over it, which isn't like a judgment. It's just one of those things. But if you want to be really aware of your body, um, those are things to start looking at now and just get real, real with yourself. Like, am I actually just surviving or am I thriving? And the misconception is that pregnancy is a sign of health. And it's just not, you know, bless her soul, the crackhead on the side of the street has literally proven to us that you don't need to be healthy to get pregnant. And um, what we're doing is putting our children's health at a higher risk, right? So nothing set in stone. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but the statistics are already there. Our children are way sicker than they were 30, 40 years ago. And that's not just a coincidence. That is a slow, like we talked about, a slow, steady pace of our genetics um, getting worse and worse and worse, us passing it down and then continuing into the lifestyle because we're not conscious like um, that these foods that we're eating, the toxins that we're that we have control over, right? Like we can't control everything, um, the sleep, the, you know, the stress that we put on our kids and put on ourselves to do all the things. Um, So when you just start becoming consciously aware of these things, you can start making small little tweaks in your life now. So later in life, it's not this uphill battle. 
I like what you said about how a lot of people, you know, will take something over the counter to probably suppress the symptoms that we are feeling. But at the end of the day, we are unfortunately living in a society that's like, okay, you can power through and you can do it. But knowing that, you know, there are underlying problems that that may cause for you in the future and may cause for your kids in the future if you don't address that is something that I think, you know, we need to be sat down and told and say, hey, what you are doing now, totally respect the hustle, totally respect what you are doing. But just so you know, like you said, take a real honest look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, am I treating myself in the best way? And I would say, you know, even for me, little things have improved my health in ways I totally wasn't expecting. One of my favorite things to do now is spend the first five to 10 minutes of the day, like out in the sunlight, literally the most basic thing ever, but it helps like wake my body up. It makes me focus better. All of these things that we, I don't know, we just weren't told like, Hey, every little thing you do has an impact on your body. And it is scary to know, you know, some of these may potentially cause fertility issues in the future. And so to know those right now to say, Hey, not to scare you and just to get real about your health, I think is, is so important to just let people know. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's a, a funny line to walk because you do get a lot of people being like, oh, you're shaming moms or you're like, you know, intimidate, intimidating people, scaring people. And it's just like when you become a mom and life gets really hard and complicated and all of a sudden you're dealing with your own BS, you're dealing with their BS. Like if you can avoid some of that BS by gaining some knowledge about certain triggers that would cause inflammation and cause these issues, why wouldn't you want that in your life? And this is where like the mindset comes in, right? And the self-love, the self-worth. Um, and sometimes people just it's too much. It's too overwhelming because their systems are just like in overdrive and they've been in flight or fight for a really, really long time. And so calming that nervous system, getting real with yourself about, do I feel worthy of being healthy? Do I feel worthy of like, when I'm like, I know for me, when I started my business, it obviously came from a place of service. Like I wanted women to know this information so they didn't have to have a dramatic, long, expensive journey like I did. But if I'm really honest, it also came from a place of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get worthiness, I'm gonna get love, I'm gonna get appreciation because I've built this amazing business. When everyone knows as an entrepreneur, it's the deep night of the soul, you know, conquest. And it was like, I, my business doesn't make me worthy. I am worthy. So I don't need to put in these late nights. I don't have to show up on every social media platform because that's what the latest guru who's a millionaire anyways and has people doing it for him um, does, right? Or, you know, like it's really tapping into those things of like, okay, where can I draw the line of doing my business because I love doing it and I don't need to unplug from it and taking care of myself, being a human being, right? 
Yeah, I love that. So talking through some of the things, you know, what were some of the things that you discovered you had to uncover, whether it be those mindset blocks that you were talking about or, um, you know, just some nutritional things to heal your gut? What was the approach that you took in your journey? Yeah, I mean, everything. (laughs) Like I had to do everything. Like I was like completely messed up. But I, I started with diet. That was the first place I needed to start um, because I had major gut health issues. And so um, I figured out my food intolerances, which is the number one thing you can do for yourself. There's no perfect diet out there for anyone. Find your food intolerance and then bring in as much other amazing foods as you possibly can. Um, You know, if you have any kind of parasites or SIBO, those all need to be healed um, and taken care of properly, whether you use a combination of Western medicine and holistic medicine, because the fact of the matter is your gut is like the driving force of everything. So if you have brain fog, if you, you know, lack of sleep, if you're just feeling sluggish and tired, your gut is actually really impacting not only your thyroid, but your um, mental and emotional, you know, that gut brain connection. So that can be something that could just switch on the lights for you and your business to maybe give you more focus and drive um, to just do the things you need to do in a shorter amount of time instead of like dragging it all out. Um, and then the I think that one of the easiest things you can do is just go around your house or your office and your car and just get rid of all the toxins that don't need to be there. Those are all endocrine disruptors. They're all going to, you know, affect your mental um, focus. Um, So getting those out of your life is a really easy fix. Can you give us some examples of what those might be? Yeah. So look at your makeup drawer. Look at your shower. Look at your laundry, your dishwasher soaps, um, your perfumes, your if you're using Febreze, any of like the so like scented things, scented right? things, right. like highly scented things are massive endocrine disruptors. And the cool thing now is that there's enough um, really cool green products out there that are okay. They're not just as good because you can't like <laughs> eat chemicals, right? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you are gonna have an adjustment phase. Even like I've been doing this for ten years, and even my husband still gets annoyed with the laundry. He's like, "Can we please just use?" I'm like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> um, so there is adjustment. They're not as good, but they're easily available, right? You don't have to go make your own like I had to in the past. Um, so it's really just looking around your home and going, what am I putting on my body? Your skin is your biggest organ, right? So if you are using lotions and makeup and hairspray and all that, like think of all the chemicals that you're putting on your body, you can, even if you just reduce it by half, right? Maybe keep some of your favorites, but the other things just replace, um, they're just easy ways. And, and sometimes you won't even see the positive effects that that is having, just like you maybe wouldn't see the negative effects that it's having, right? But most people do see uh, a pretty dramatic um, improvement in their mental focus and their well-being when they do the foods and the toxins. The mental and emotional, the um, imposter syndrome, the subconscious, um, all that, I, from my personal experience, has been the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it feels like the hugest onion ever grown in the world that I'm feeling back a <laughs> layer after layer. So I had to do self-worth. I had to do self-love. I had huge money mindset blocks, abundance blocks, um, worthiness as a mom, um, all of them. I've done all of them. I'm still doing all of them. Um, the cool thing is, is that it gets um, not as intense. And when you start really connecting with your body and settling into your intuition, um, I don't want to say it gets easier, but you just become more aware and you're like, okay, yep, let's go do whatever modality you're into. Um, and, you know, like I've had coaches, still have coaches to help me because your subconscious mind always wants to keep you safe, right? Yep. <laughs> so you don't see your own BS. So that's why working with a coach who will call you out on that, even though maybe you kind of know, just having someone say, hey, like, why don't you believe that you can yeah. do that? You're like, uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I, had that, I actually had that conversation with my coach this week. I was like, I am aware it's ridiculous for me to feel this way. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. Yeah, I working on changing it. Like sometimes your brain and your like mind, your deep subconscious, like do not agree. No matter how much your brain is like, oh, yeah. but feel this way. You're like, mm, I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is that we have so much knowledge at our fingertips now, like the books at the podcast, the TikToks, you know, like we consciously know this stuff. If mm -hmm. like, honestly, every time I read a book now, I'm like, I know this. Like, why am I? Why am I reading this? But with the subconscious, it it's not hardwired in there. Mm -hmm. So finding modalities that connect with the subconscious. So um, the emotional um, feeling of that is is key. So talk therapy is great. It's um, a great modality. But the reality is, is that like if you're doing talk therapy or just listening to affirmations or just scripting, it's going to take an incredibly long time for your subconscious to flip to what it where you want it to be. Right. So if you're feeling frustrated in, you know, like, you know, if you've been doing years of of these things, reading the books, you know, all the knowledge and you're still not seeing the results you want, it's because you subconsciously don't believe it. And a lot of people don't get that connection because they're like, no, I consciously know this. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but your subconscious doesn't. Um, so I use a modality. I've used um, emotional freedom tapping was my first technique that I got really into. And now I'm a practitioner in Psych K. And that modality is just like gets to, just gets to your core. So it connects your super conscious, your higher conscious and your subconscious together. Um, and like I say, your body will tell you whether or not you believe it. It will, you know, you can really tap into that intuition. We just ask the body and ask your conscious, like, do you believe this? And you'll get a clear answer, yes or no. And if you don't, we do a positive statement and turn it around. So it's, it's finding those modal modalities that work for you and being brave enough to be honest with yourself and ready to go to a different level, right? Sometimes your body, your physical body is just not ready. You know, some people are like, why is this taking so long? It's like, well, think about it. If you 
you've had 30 years of all this BS and you went to go change every single thing at once, it'd be like overload, you know, like think of it as a computer and you're trying to download or upload a hundred things all at once. Your computer's like, F this, no, no way. <laughs> it's just the same as your physical body. You know, like when you walk out of a deep session and you're just like drained, that's your body recalibrating and going, okay, we're, we're moving on now. Here we go. But we just ran a marathon mentally. So I need a break. <laughs> yeah. So these are kind of the, the deeper techniques you're saying that you use to uncover those subconscious beliefs. And this is similar to a conversation I had recently too, where someone was saying, yeah, talk therapy is great, but it only gets you so far because like we just said, you're, you can't tell your, your body how to feel. I, Lord knows, I wish you could, because I would say, be confident today. <laughs> and I think some people think it does work that way. So especially for me, knowing that like it genuinely is coming from within and you aren't making these things up. You aren't just deciding to feel that way. If I could tell you how many times someone has been like, well, just don't feel like that. You're like, that would be so great. Um, but just knowing that, you know, these are, these are the deep processes that people take, um, when they actually are ready, ready to take motion. Is that, is that kind of what, what I'm hearing? Yeah. You know, I don't want, I don't really like the phase of like, when you're ready, right? It's <laughs> like, it's like, well, it, I kind of think it leaves people feeling like, well, why don't I feel ready? You know, mm -hmm. why do you? And so, I kind of believe it's just your timing. Uh, for me, it's like when you're done with your own BS, that's when you're ready, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes people put up with a lot of BS <laughs> for a really long time. And I think it's just that stage of like, okay, whatever I'm doing is not working. And I really want better in my life. I want different. So I'm ready to now do some of the harder things. And once again, it's your brain keeping you safe or yourself safe, you know, change is unsafe. So even mm -hmm. if you're making these small changes in your life, it's going to be a little bit difficult because your brain's like, that's not safe. Eating healthy is not safe. We've <laughs> always been protected by the junk food or by this. That feels, that feels right. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you're making those big changes, um, it is sometimes really hard. And that's why I say, if you can't stick to the physical commitments that you know will get you to your ultimate goal, that's a subconscious block. And we got to find what is that? Is it an issue from your childhood, from your teenage years? Is it worthiness? Is it self-love? There's always something hidden there. And sometimes it's um, easy and like, oh, that was like, oh, that's just that, that's fine. And then sometimes it's big trauma, right? And it can take a, a while to work through. But as long as you're taking steps daily and even just getting out of bed sometimes is a step, <laughs> right? We're not talking about two hour meditations and um, mushroom trips and you know what, <laughs> what we're kind of like, you know, spoon fed over social media of what you have to do. Um, it's really just connecting with yourself and sitting with yourself and getting real. Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, whether people are in, you know, facing infertility right now or just thinking about having kids in the future or even not, these are all good steps to 
think about keeping our body in a, you know, a good, like you said, thriving state, because so often we are in this surviving state and, you know, so focused on moving the needle in our business that we don't maybe look at ourselves and say, what, you know, what do I actually want? Am I just in go mode? And, and what is my subconscious telling me? So Monica, this has been so fantastic. I have absolutely loved your input on all of this. Um, if our listeners want to find you, follow you on social media, maybe work with you, where can they find you? So I'm at Finding Fertility Everywhere, Instagram, TikTok, my podcast, my website. Um, yeah, that's where I hang out. Perfect. Well, all of those will be linked in the show notes for the listeners. If you guys want to go find Monica, you can click the links that I will link below. So Monica, thank you so much again for being here. And to our CEOs, we will see you next week. Mm -hmm.